0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy.
1: Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan, it is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio Dish Network, our number two we go FSDSY YouTube channel, bring you live inside Studio 34 as we get ready to set it off for week number 11 of the NFL season got Thursday night football on deck to get it kicked off, got a full slate on Sunday followed up by a good one on Monday night, I think me and my brother-in-law are going to head out to Dover this weekend we're in at Dover, Delaware where have NFL lottery, so I think I'm trying. To, I'm trying to feel myself, Matt Medica, trying to get a little extra shuckles ready for you know the holiday season. Did uh, Did you get the
2: chance to see yesterday that a sports book is coming to uh, I believe, Atlantic City and mm-hmm. one in Monmouth? They're going to have a standalone one there as well.
1: Very nice. So there you go, right there. That's the kind of cat I am. All in, kid. Jake Sealy. Good morning. Uh, how you doing this morning, sir? All in, kid. I'm um, be doing some gambling this weekend. Trying to at least.
3: Oh, good for you! I'm doing well. I have no gambling involved, but I'm doing well.
1: Cool. Well, you got you got um, you and the homies going to play poker. Any nights this weekend, or that's not on the docket?
3: No, that's uh, that's UFC nights. We don't have any UFC going on this this weekend.
1: Okay, cool. They said unfortunately. I know I like to have a good time, Matt. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I like to have a good time. I'm
2: not really a UFC kind of guy. But
1: yeah, I do like to have a good time. Who's the match? Uh, who's who's fighting uh, in UFC this weekend, Jake? I don't know. I don't know if there is one this weekend. Oh, are oh, oh, you saying you yeah. will do that on UFC weekends? Okay, my bad.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's when we do it. We do it for pay-per-views, big oh, ones, not, yeah. not not the junky pay-per-views.
1: Cool. I, you know I, I got into it for a little bit. You know what I'm saying. And then that's like it was a little bit. I'd be honest; it was a little bit too violent for me. Because that's the type of cat I am. Like I don't like like all like like when somebody get like seriously injured, like the, the Zach Miller injury and these some of these injuries that take place. I don't watch them because I don't have the stomach for it, and I don't like to see people fight. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm not like a UFC guy because they're fighting with like their bare knuckles, and that and that 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 makes me a little. I don't know, man. I just don't like violence.
2: Yeah, no. I'm a little surprised that you'd be a UFC guy. Being that you've stated that in the past, though, you always turn away when somebody gets you. Yeah, in.
1: exactly. I, I can't. I can't take. Can't take that. I know people that stop it though and rewind the injury. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like broke it right. Nobody's there.
3: like snapping. <laughs> yeah, nobody's like snapping legs and arms in half on purpose. It happens once in a blue moon. Like actually, uh, Anderson and Silva snapped his leg right in half, kicking somebody else yeah. a bunch of years ago.
1: Yeah, that's tough. I don't want to see. I don't want to see nothing like that. We on foul territory tonight. The kid Alderole. He was talking about how he went to. Uh, he did some training with that the dude, the Gracie dude. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's a big thing. I don't know. I, I just don't get into it a little bit. Like I said, it's kind of difficult for me. But what's not difficult for me is talking fantasy football with the fellas. And uh, Jake, I want to start off. We finally have two of the big stories of the NFL offseason in the last two weeks have came to the uh, conclusion. Andrew Luck has been ruled out for the season. And now we have Ezekiel Elliott that's also uh, more or less ruled out for the rest of the fantasy season. Just one game left to go for him, and that's week 16.
3: Yeah, at least we there was one we knew, the Andrew Luck. We were just waiting for that to happen. And the other one, it's just nice to know that we don't have to keep going back and forth with this. And now you can actually prepare for it. If you have a Zeke Ezekiel, you somehow make it to the championship game. Congratulations, you got an RB1 just for your championship game. And it's the best parkour that somebody yesterday He's like, hey, man, my championship plays in week 15. Should I drop Zeke? Well, I'm pretty sure you can do the math, buddy.
1: All right. Oh, look at this. It's the TI Thursday. All right. So when we come back on the other side, bring Matt Medica in, get his comments, his thoughts on how to handle this Ezekiel Elliott thing. Then we'll turn the page on that. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Football Frenzy T.I. Thursday. Rolling with you on FNTSY Radio. Dish Network, you already know. Thursday night football, week 11, getting ready to kick off. We got lineups to set. You got lineups to set. As a matter of fact, last night, I think I was sharing with you gentlemen situation that I had where I had to get a quarterback, kind of like rest of season, mm-hmm. the season. Tyrod Taylor situation developed. So, $3 left in fab. No trade league. Pretty good team. You know what I'm saying team that can win the whole thing Like the entire thing Even though I played quarterback chicken to the bitter end So on these guys um, Suggestions I went last night, my last three dollars of fab I put two bucks of it on Eli Manning I put the other dollar on Jacoby Brissett Quarterbacks on the roster were Tyrod Taylor and Huntley So I, was, I cut Huntley To pick up, the, you know, that Huntley was the guy That I was cutting, you know what I mean So, I come in here this morning And I log on to the league And the first thing that I see was that Eli Manning was bought For five dollars That means the only quarterback On my roster Is Jacoby Brissett Who is on a buy this week That means I'm not going to have No quarterback You can't have It's no zero dollar bids It's no trading I'm stuck without a quarterback
2: but what happened to the, you put two dollars on Manning and you lost. So who is the conditional?
1: Jacoby Brissett, who's on by this week. See, and that, that's my
2: fault. Yeah, but no okay, so cuz then you have a dollar left. Because you had a Jacoby Brissett, you put a dollar on him, and you put two on Manning. So you should have a dollar left.
1: Oh yeah, no, I do you're right. I so do Friday night, can you get somebody? Friday night I can do the I can do the the, the one night waiver one on Friday night with my one dollar left. But at this point of the season, the dude that I'm playing, all the dude that I'm that's chasing me They got to put a dollar on every quarterback at this point.
2: Yeah, but if I'm you, I'm going to put a dollar straight
1: through. Yeah, I'm going to put a dollar straight through and just try to get somebody out there. there. All in, kid. This is where I come to Case Keenum. Say Case Keenum is that quarterback. Or say, who wouldn't put it like that? (laughs) Well, there you go right there. Do you think is Keenum is the risky start because he could get the hit the hook for Bridgewater mid game, or do you think Keenum is the rookie the risky start because he's Case Keenum?
3: Mm, a little bit of both, more so the former. We talked about it yesterday during on target, and we all said it doesn't make sense. Like we could sit here and talk about how it doesn't make sense. It's not a smart move. Why would you do that? You're in playoff contention. You're at the top of your division. Things are going right. It's won five out of the seven games. Why do you mess with that and not know what you're going to get at quarterback with somebody who hasn't played since 2015? Somebody who hadn't really progressed that much in a sophomore season in the NFL. Why are you going to do these things? And we can sit there and complain and complain and complain. But when you have a team that's enamored as it is with Teddy Bridgewater and was considering him this week, even before Case seen him had that game and said the only reason Case is starting is because of how good he was last week. I can't run that risk. If he comes out and throws two interceptions and 100 yards in the first half, he's getting yanked at halftime. This team is looking for reasons to put Bridgewater in the game.
1: Matt, we talked about it on Roto Express a little bit earlier. I don't mind rehashing the conversation again. I think you have a situation. You say, well, look at what they have to lose. And you were right. I'll let you make that point. But the point that I was saying is the ownership is behind Bridgewater. The fan base is behind Bridgewater. The NFL is behind Bridgewater. Everybody wants to see Bridgewater. Last time Bridgewater was on the field, he almost, he should have knocked off the Seattle Seahawks in that playoff game. But, of course, Blair Walsh misses that kick. Now, since then, the offense in Minnesota has changed. North Turner was going to take the training wheels off of Teddy Bridgewater coming into last season. Then he had that devastating injury. Now you get the new new OC in there, and the offense looks much better. So Bridgewater's not coming back into the situation he was in in 2015 when he was a game manager. They're going to let Bridgewater fly in this thing, Matt Medega. My point is, what do they have to lose? And I think you had a very good response to that.
2: Well, First, let me say, two years ago, Darren McFadden was a good running back for the Dallas Cowboys. If we want to go back in that time, but here's the thing. You're going to lose that locker room. You're going to lose those veterans. The team is 7-2. and Keenum's basically 6-2. and two. Is Keenum a fantastic quarterback? Absolutely not. But let's see what he did over these games where he's 6-2. and two. He lost Dalvin Cook. He didn't have Stefan Diggs for all these games. And what do they have to lose if, if, like Jake said, he throws two picks and has 100 yards, take him out, put Bridgewater in, and then you go from there. I'm not taking, I'm not pulling this
1: guy from the job until he gives them a reason to do it. I think that's probably the best bet, the best way to go, Jake. You know what I'm saying? I think we all are in agreement with that. But the bottom line is Teddy Bridgewater is coming to this Minnesota Viking team by hook or crook. And like I said, nothing to lose. The ownership is for it, the coaching staff is for it. The fan base is for it, but Matt makes a good point about the veterans in that locker room with a chance to go to Super Bowl. Do you agree with that?
3: Yeah, but again, we can make all the points that we want, and we can keep saying it. And they're all tangible points, and they all make sense, And but we can't decide what the team's going to do, and that's why it's risky. Friends he shouldn't be changed. He shouldn't man. be yanked out of this game, but he's it, it, the risk is there. And, it, no, and it's unfortunate. Now, friends
1: don't let friends start Jay Cutler. Well, and Jay Cutler sitting up at the top of my waiver wire in this league where I don't have no damn quarterback. He should have been a, cond- a friend of yours,
3: apparently. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you to do it.
1: Uh, should have been a conditional pick for you. I should have conditioned all the way down to Jay Cutler. I didn't think I was going to even dip to, to that level. Yeah, but you got to just protect yourself on that. And look, I, yeah, I don't like— when you, I feel what you're saying. When you're running fab in seven leagues on a Wednesday night, sometimes you're just like, oh, my goodness. You feel no, what I'm saying? No, I, but the I feel what you're saying.
2: But, like, even if I, if I don't have a kicker, I'll just put, like, seven kickers in yeah. just to make sure I get that kicker.
1: But if you're going to start Cutler, you, you got to like this week. No, I think this is the week to start Cutler going up against that <clears throat> Tampa Bay Buccaneers secondary. Jake in the in the the
3: game. This is the game that's played week one, right? Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay and uh, oh, I didn't know you were asking me because I heard Matt. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is that so same like, game. Shouldn't play week end. one. Yeah. I really think that week one buy threw the Buccaneers off. I really do. Or maybe I'm making excuses for Jameis and the Buccaneers. Is that what it is? Could be a little of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time to play this many games in a row, though. So, Jake Cutler, Jake, you would go ahead and do it. Where you got him inside your top, in, in, in your quarterback rankings? Let me pull him up right here. When you got him in, where you got, uh, I'm I about to say Jameis. Where do you have um, Mr. Cutler inside your quarterback rankings this week? Ah, uh, check I'm checking. It's.
3: Uh... Oh, by the way, speak, speaking of which, dude tweeted me last night. He said, when my girlfriend asked me stupid questions, now I just tell her to check the link. I like that.
1: <laughs> I
2: like I bet that. bet she's telling him something. Though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know
3: at the end of the night, she'd
1: probably be like, check the link. <laughs> he's,
3: in, he's inside my top 20, but I also put him as not somebody I definitely want to start, but he's in, I have him as a DFS complete okay. contrarian play. He's thrown for two-plus touchdowns in the last four games. Or three games. No, four. But he only has 100 yards, 100-something yards, 200 yards, and then 300 yards. What's up but with he's got that? Two, two, four, six. Yep. Well, that's a like J.C. What, the Yeah, the yardage is so pitch. low. He doesn't need to throw him. He's getting the touchdowns. That's why they don't so. score anything on the ground. That's why J.J. wasn't scoring. Is they don't rush when they get to the goal line. They keep passing.
2: I mean, up until that 300 game he had on Sunday night, I had tweeted something. It had been like you know, 14 games or so since he'd thrown a 300-yarder. You like him? You like him this week, Matt? Well, I mean, considering what other options you have there. He, I, I don't have any of this. He's the top option. Yeah. It's you better know, than
1: zero. I was thinking, right, and let me know if I'm wrong on this one, and I, I'm quite sure I'm about to say this name, and there's going to be people in a certain area of this country that's probably going to drive off the road. You know who has a pretty decent schedule, Jake, as a quarterback coming up the rest of the way? Blake Wardles. Joe Flacco. No. <laughs> like, this is, his face was straight to and stern. He was like, no. I can't blame him. <laughs> but Jake Flacco, every, no, Joe Flacco, every, at least once a year, Joe Flacco put up like a 300 yard, four touchdown mm-hmm. game. We haven't had that game yet. I wa- maybe, 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 maybe that, maybe that game is coming for Joe Flacco, Jake. No. Well, that's a good one-word answer. Once again, no. But see, the thing about it is, there may be a single-digit game coming too. <laughs> Dude, why, wait a minute! Like, what happened to Joe Flacco? Is he is he banged up? Is the offensive line? I mean,
3: it's just, he's still Joe Flacco. No, he's still Jake, I think he's like he was el- he was elite like two no, no. years ago. He was elite. No, like two, three wasn't. years ago. He was never elite. He throws six yards per attempt. He just happened to throw the ball six hundred and fifty times. You never thought he was
1: elite. Like Joe Flacco, he was going into no, he, he was, was going into Foxborough knocking off New England. He would go into he would go into Pittsburgh and was, beat them. He, was good. he would go into Denver and beat them. Well, oh, he, was, he, was,
2: he was, first off, he was a better NFL quarterback than fantasy. Okay. But he was good back when Colin Kaepernick was good back in like twenty twelve. Okay. That's when they were good. It's twenty seventeen now. And I think he could be better if he gets Danny Woodhead on the field, because little uh, Mighty Mouse can do some things.
1: Yeah, I don't – I don't. Uh, Danny Woodhead thing. We talked to Dr. <laughs> a about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll have some audio of Dr. <laughs> a coming up a little bit later on in the program as we all discuss the uh, running backs, Devontae Freeman, and Ty Montgomery with Dr. A on the Road to Experts. Oh, this is fantasy football frenzy, though. Know. We're all brought to you by the same people, the good people at like DX Racer. You see these nice chairs we got sitting up in here. I got one in the logo, Doc, though, and then – son guy gonna come with a truck and <laughs> this shit gonna be in my house i'm gonna get my son one for we'll christmas and one of these one of these chairs is gonna be my son christmas present too so i'm just keeping it a buck with y'all right here on the fantasy football friends when we come back we begin to break down this week go matchup by matchup we start with thursday night football right here on fntsy
0: radio if you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this nba season you need to sign up for daily roto Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product.
1: That's why sports radio, your home for fantasy football talk, fantasy force talk, period. Don't forget to join us each and every game day, beginning at 7 a.m. Eastern Time on Sunday mornings. It starts with Roto Experts uh, Mike Blewett, The King, Skydango, Joe Pisapia. 9 a.m. Eastern Time, you get lineup Block Live, Dave Martinez, Emery Hunt, Maria Marino. I'll be back this week, of course. Tony Sincada and the All-In Kid, Jake Seeley. We take you all the way up to kickoff. And then Matt Medica and George Kurtz, FNTSY Game Day Live, scoring on your radio. Also, special programming coming up next week, Thursday and Friday, Thanksgiving for the holiday. So make sure you check your local listings. We got you covered as we hit your stretch run for the fantasy football season. 844-843-6879, telephone number to get involved with the program. Getting ready to go over some of the matchups we got coming up. And tonight, Thursday Night Football, Week 11 kicks off. Tennessee Titans travel to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Three River Stadium, well, Heinz Field, but you know, I'm an old school cat, so three rivers. The fog right raising up off the water. Terrible towels going crazy. Pittsburgh Steelers fans arrogantly rooting on their team and they think it's so great. Number one seed in the AFC right now, though, so they're getting it done, I'll be honest with you. When you look at this game all in, kid, from the Tennessee Titans side of it, though, let me ask you this. Do you think you can comfortably – would you if – you, if you had to start Derrick Henry, would you be t- tossing and turning, or would you be sleeping like a baby?
3: No, I'd never feel comfortable about starting Derrick Henry. It's just the fact that you're hoping that DeMarco Murray leaves the game for a decent amount of time or they're running out the clock in the second half.
1: DeMarco Murray, Matt, continues. I mean, he touches him every week. Henry puts up decent games, you know what I'm saying? He might carry the ball ten, eleven 11 times, get you 50-something yards, something like that. But he's not catching no passes, which kind of takes away from some of his value because Murray's getting all of that work. Like I said, I think DeMarco Murray get paid. DeMarco Murray contract, because he get paid every time he touches the football. So he's going to be out there all the time.
2: Yeah, no. Look, you have to play DeMarco Murray. And this short week is concerning. Do I want to put Henry in the flex? Uh, no. Am I comfortable with it? No. But I'm not comfortable with a lot of decisions I've had to make the last couple of weeks. When we get to this point, team's still on a bar. We got, four, what, four this week. So, you know, it's a consideration dependent upon your roster construction and what you have to play with. So, I mean, DeMarco Murray is in every one of my lineups where I own him, and I'm hoping, you know, like last week, he gets the green zone touches and, and scores. Otherwise, you know, the yardage was nothing special last week.
1: Now, nothing special about the yardage for DeMarco Murray, but like Matt said, you got to keep rolling them out there. When you look at the other side, when, let, let, let's go, Jake, let's go up to the quarterback position. You would uh, start Ben Roethlisberger over one Marcus Mariota if you had a decision to make this week, right?
3: Yeah, definitely. If you look at the Steelers' pass defense outside of last week where inexplicably gave up two busted plays for Chester Rogers and Dante Moncrief. Up until that point, they've been one to be actually feared in the passing game when you've got your guys going against them. But Raymond Roethlisberger is at home. He's at home for the next five games, despite the fact that you know this. He's just an above-average quarterback in my mind and how he has been. It's still at home, and something switches for him. He just plays differently. He goes from being an above-average quarterback to actually a pretty darn good quarterback when he's at home for some reason.
1: Maybe, it's, maybe he likes sleeping in his own bed, or maybe it's home cooking or something like that.
3: No, I brothers. told you, somebody tried to break it down and figured that on the road that he's under center more than he is at home, and that he's just probably not comfortable. He's more comfortable with a shotgun, which, if that's the truth, that, again, nobody's found out the true or real reason why they do that, and if they do that, why wouldn't they realize that as well? But that's the only thing anybody's come up with. Oh, that's interesting. Who did that? Who was who was who the genius behind that? I don't that? Even remember at that point. It was, just some, it was something early this offseason. I don't even remember who did it at this point. Like Mike
1: Leone do stuff like that, too. I can see Florio doing something like that, too. He can't clean the damn fish tank, though.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, Scott's the one who feeds it, so maybe Scott should clean it. Yeah, that's true, too.
1: Yeah, Madiga, when you look at... This is the one right here that I have for you, Matt Woodica, because I want to see what your thought is on this one. you got to start one of these Tennessee Titans wide receivers. I'm not even going to put Eric Decker in the mix. I'm talking about Corey Davis and Rashard Matthews. Which one you putting in your lineup? you you got one spot left, and you got these two Titan wide receivers. Which one is going in your lineup?
2: I think for this week, it's Rashad Matthews. I am hoping that it is I thought you were going to say Corey Davis. I, exactly, I, I really want to, but if i got to give out advice and tell people who to play, it, it's Rashad Matthews is the guy you got to play this week. Uh, can Corey Davis have that breakout game? I'm hoping so. Like I said, he's finished three games. In two of those three games, he's gotten ten targets. Uh, Hayden's gone. And I don't know if Mitchell's playing. So, you know, Jake's right. It was two busted coverages last week. They've
1: been good. But, All the and that crew have been good.
2: But if there is a chance, and I think they're going to have to throw the ball, the uh, Titans. So, I'm going to hope the talent wins out tonight and we get the coming out party for Corey Davis.
1: But you want, but you would start I, Rashard no, Matthews, Matthews, but you want Corey Davis the coming two, out party. If I had the
2: two on my roster, the guy I would have to tell people to start is Rashard Matthews. The guy I would have to probably start is Rashard Matthews, but I got, I got Davis rolling I in, you, in,
1: in some lineups. I ask you the same question all in, kid. Rashard Matthews, Corey Davis,
3: one spot. Corey Davis, I actually ranked them higher. And just for everything that Matt actually just said, is that he's getting the targets and the talent is going to win through when you're getting those type of targets. That's why I would actually roll with Corey Davis. But it's very close. I'm not going to say you're wrong if you want to go with Matthews. But I'm going with Davis, and I would tell people to start Davis, honestly, just for everything. I mean, Matt made all the cases I was going to make, and I understand why he still wants Matthews if he's going to suggest it. But I'm going with Corey Davis.
2: Here's the, here's the reason why I'm going Matthews, just to – just to close it out here, it's the Thursday night game too. I think it's more of a safer play. If it was a Sunday, and maybe I could take the upside play, but I, I hate the Thursday I hate having to play guys on Thursday night.
1: That's interesting, man. Explain uh, how how you get days of the week into this situation.
2: Well, I mean, the the thir- I don't like the Thursday games. You really don't. I would think if if I if I'm a gambler, I'm always pretty much going to take the home team on Thursday night. Makes sense. I think it's a big advantage to them. You, we know the players don't like it. They've, cons- they've all said it. Even Ben, you know, he came out, was bashing it as well. So I, I just, I've made mistakes on Thursday. it. Like, you know, I've had games that I've benched guys because, I don't know, it's just fantasy-wise, I'd rather not have to deal with it. All right.
1: Here's a situation that I have. Um, this is a team I can start three wides and two flexes. So essentially I can start five wides. It's PPR. That's normally what I try to do. My starting running backs this week are Rod Smith and Jerick McKinnon. My quarterback is Case Keenum. Let me move that. Hold on. (laughs) My quarterback is Jay Cutler. All right. There we go. My quarterback is Jay Cutler, Rod Smith, Jerick McKinnon. Wide receivers are Devontae Adams, Brandon Cooks, Mike Evans. No problems there. The two flex wide receivers are Michael Crabtree and Ted Ginn Jr. On the bench, though, Corey Davis and Danny Amendola. Let's put Amendola out of it, Jake. Should I be starting Corey Davis tonight over Ted Ginn Jr. versus D.C. on Sunday? I would. Hmm. What do you think about that, Matt? I'd, I would Definitely, Especially Davis, so. it's PPR, right? Yeah, it's PPR. Yeah, there's no
3: question about
2: it. I mean, the, the the skin secondary had been pretty good until they got torched by Case Keenum and the these uh, wide receivers. Yeah. I, I didn't expect like that game to be as high-scoring. No,
1: like, I didn't either. I was watching a little piece of that game. Um, I didn't expect it to be that high-scoring either. Um, I was kind of shocked when I saw the final score. I was like, "Oh wow, it's thirty to thirty. Little I was, piece? What, did you catch
3: like three minutes and change or something?
1: No. What did I catch? We we, we was um. We took the we took the the martyr. That's the metro system down there to the to the to the to the game.
3: Uh, okay. So we
1: watched. Uh, we watched the first half of that. And my cousin. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. you were
3: watching uh, at the game.
1: Yeah, my cousin is a is a is a, is a DC fan, so um, it was on. So he was happy about that because they're never on down. <laughs> I was like, you're not missing nothing. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Telephone number to get involved. Let's go out to oh boy, you got to go to Buffalo. Let's go to Joel in Buffalo. Good morning, Joel. How you doing?
0: What's up, fellas? Hey, Joe, do you be out there at,
1: at the stadium lighting people on fire and doing all that other crazy stuff, throwing people through tables out there in <laughs> Buffalo?
0: Hell no, man. I'm a Minnesota Viking fan. There
1: you go, Joe. All right. Oh. So, what, Joe, who do you want the starting <laughs> quarterback to be for the Minnesota Vikings, Case Keenum or Teddy Bridgewater?
0: You got to stay with Keenum right now. Really? Really? You gotta stay with Keenum. Yeah, a man of knows, few words.
2: I, I don't see why this is so complicated, though. Everybody's like making it.
3: Well, they well, It's complicated. It's not everybody. The team is making it. Yeah, there the, you the go. The Vikings yeah. are the ones that are making it.
2: But no, I, a lot of people want Teddy Bridgewater yeah. in
3: there too. So,
1: what do you think, Joe? All right, Joe, what we got? Not now. It's not. It's now. It's time for you to ask us the question, Joe. What's up? <laughs>
0: Uh, I got a hard decision here because Breeze has been killing me all year. I'm just wondering if he's going to put it up in the air, being that it's going to maybe be a shootout with Washington. But I'm trying to choose between Breeze and Roethlisberger. Breeze
1: on Sunday, Big Ben tonight. What do you think, Jake?
3: I have Breeze ranked higher, but I have no problem. that At this point, Roethlisberger is a little bit safer at home, honestly is
1: safer at home. Joe, what do you think, Matt? Medica? I'm going to go with
2: Breeze. Though Breeze, I don't really think he's been cracking the top ten of late. Yeah, I know. Breeze,
1: I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say Breeze is killing him, though, no, right? No, no, no. He's not killing him.
2: He,
3: he got a oh, rushing touchdown. He got a rushing touchdown. Remember, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it wasn't for the rushing touchdown, everybody would be, like, jumping off bridges after last week for two weeks in a row and no touchdown passes. That's what Our last two or three games. The
2: other yeah. thing, too, is, you know, Ingram can catch a touchdown. Kamara yeah. can catch a touchdown. I just, once again, Being that it's that Thursday game, I just personally, I don't like the the Thursday night game. I don't like having – if I had the option to start Breeze on Sunday, I'd I'd love that.
1: All right, there you go. You good to go, Joe?
0: Break the tie. You got to break the tie, Corey.
1: I'm telling you to start Big Ben tonight.
0: Okay. Can I I ask you one more question? Sure. He doesn't feel good I got to choose one. (laughs) (laughs) He wants you to say Breeze. I got to choose one out of this group here. Sanders, Woods, Jimmy Graham, and my flex.
1: Oh, don't tell me. It's not my man, Robert Woods, is it? It's who, who is
2: covering yeah. Woods? That's the question. Yeah, that's the
3: big—that's the million-dollar question. If I
2: know these Rhodes is on Sammy, I'm going Woods. But if now is on... They've
3: been screwing around with Sammy in the slot recently. They've been mixing him and Cup out of the slot back and forth now. I think i think Woods is going to get Rhodes. I'm going, going with Sanders here. Are
1: you going with M- M- Manny Sanders? Yeah. Why well, am I, mean, I giving no love to Jimmy Graham? It's, I, I, it's I, PPR. I, yeah, but Jimmy's going to That's a tough one. I, I love Manny Sanders as well. Sweep it, Manny Sanders it is. 844-843-6879. I see Truck on the line. He probably got a trade to offer me, so we'll get into that when we come back. Fancy football, Frenzy, right here on F-A-T-S-Y. 844 843 eight, About to get into it ASAP, ASAP. First, I want to tell y'all, I want to get my uh, friend's opinion about a trade I offered to uh, big game Joe Dolan, fantasy football guru. Out to Joe Dolan. He does a great job. Over him a trade today in the Flex League. Me and Joe Dolan. Remember, this is a league two weeks ago, I was 8-1. Now I'm 8-3. Well, two weeks ago, I was 7-1. and one. Now I'm 7-3. and three. The wheels are starting to fall off a little bit. So Another thing with these leagues, when, you're, you're like, when you sit at the top of the league all season, what ends up happening is you get so comfortable with your lineup. Now I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I got some pieces to fill. Because now I've been rolling Jimmy White out every week. And now I'm like, I don't want to know if I want to play Jimmy White every week no more. And I'm looking at my waiver line and I'm like looking at my bench and I'm like, darn it. I was so comfortable with what I had out there already. And I wasn't really making the pickups like I should. So today, uh, Mamadik, I'll start with you with this one.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Let me know what, what you think about this. I am uh, um, another 17-3 team. Joe Dolan's one of the only teams that beat me this year. Well, now, well he beat me He's first. He's one of the three teams. Today. He's one of the three teams. He was the first one to beat me. That was a long time ago. Then i won like a seven-game winning streak, and then now I'm just losing every week, right? So the wheels are starting to fall off, so I'm panicking a little bit. So I'm sending him Jimmy White. He's running back like he's got running back. He's got a decent amount of running back depth, not a lot. He has zero wide receivers, though. His wide receivers stink. So I'm sending him Jimmy White and Jarvis Landry. I'm asking him for J.J. and Jordy Nelson. This is in the Flex PPR.
2: You PPL. JJ and Jordy. I mean, Jordy. I'm I, Jordy's I, a donut. He's a donut right now. He's a donut right now, but he still, still has name value is what I'm trying to say. He's yeah. got that name. Hmm. James White. And J- look, if you, Jarvis Landry for Jay Ajayi, I think those are fair. If you, need the P- if you need the receiver and it's a PPR format, Jarvis yeah. Landry's been getting it done. So I think that's fair. And the other one's James White for Jordy. I think it's a fair
1: trade. I think it's a fair trade. All right, cool. All in, kid, this seems like Joe Dolan's not going to look at his inbox this morning and be like, fan, this is ridiculous. I'm not going to do this deal right here. I'm asking for Jay Ajayi. Okay, I get it. Jay is, is is bell cowish. You feel what I'm saying? They're on a good team now. <laughs> and and he's, on the, he's, oh, he's attached to Joe Dolan's favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles, so might be making. Oh a, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, might yeah, be a little bit difficult now. Yeah, he's yeah. an Eagle fan. I you left that about part out. That. That
2: he was the Eagle. Darn it, fan. I
1: forgot he was the Eagle fan. Yeah. But let's just say he moves his fandom to the side. Jay Ajay, Jordy, who's a donut. I'm giving him Jimmy White and Jarvis Landry, who's like a wide receiver one in PPR. Mm.
3: I can see him saying no. I don't think he's going to be offended, but I can see him not taking the deal. Would you take the deal, Jake? No.
1: <laughs> Jake's
2: always going to want the quarterback. Oh, I, I, no, I, I wouldn't Jake, take Jake
1: don't I want, want the Patriot. Jake, no, he well, want that too. But yeah, he don't want I the just, Patriot well, running J. back. J. J. Okay, you just want to hold on to JHJ. Well, makes sense.
2: yeah. I mean, if JHJ was still in the Dolphins, I would, I would be more apt to trade him. But now that he's on this eight and one team that you know needed a running
1: game. Jake, you're in the same league, Jake. You wouldn't be interested in Jimmy White, would you?
3: No. no. <laughs> Why would you th- ask me? to You actually, knew that answer. Yeah. I don't even think. I don't, I don't look at the team. I don't even think I need running backs in that. I think I need uh, wide receivers in that. Oh, no, I actually have wide receivers. Oh, yeah, I have a lot bl- of wide receivers. Yeah, good league. wide receivers. I need one of you. I need one of these I can't receivers. even start Cooper Cup or Jordan Matthews this week. I got freaking wide receivers hanging off my back end over here. I mean, we could do
1: something for Amir Abdullah, though, right? You can give me Abdullah, Collins. I'm not giving right? you Abdullah.
3: Look at my running backs. Why would I give you – why are you going to give you Amir Abdullah and a PPR? I'm saying, though, know, I got Jimmy White. <laughs> I don't know why you're looking just to get to rid of Jimmy White.
1: Because I'm worried about Jimmy White, Matt. to be honest with you. You're worried. But Hogan's uh, out. Burkhead's
2: going to be in. Jimmy White's averaging what twelve points a game in the PPR? Or
1: oh, you're looking at my team. Tell me how I'm, tell, tell me how I'm three and seven. Look at that team. Yo, I'm looking at you yo, you know what's so funny? I was just about to say that. Jake, this is a good team. Why are you three and seven?
3: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've been I my average points for and my average points against are the exact same. One twelve four, one twelve against. And and That's I know tough. you said this
2: the other day like, when I mentioned so now if you play with the head-to-head champ, head-to-head getting there, and everybody still plays head-to-head throughout the season. So why isn't, like, after the head not, to I head, told you,
3: the, the one with the most points that didn't make the playoffs is the sixth seed. Yeah, okay. the thing about but it is, that, though, that, that's
2: how you do it. But I'm saying, you give the head-to-head champ, he gets the number one. This is how we do it in the leagues I play. And then everybody still plays head-to-head every week, and then it's points-based throughout yeah but I you see the thing about, 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 about it is you're you, still you got,
1: playing head to head though I feel you but you got another team in Michael Rathburn's team in this league that is two and 2-8 but he has a ton of points, so he's going to sneeze. He's going to be the team that sneaks
3: into the playoffs. You He's point. the one I'm trying to chase him down. He's, yeah. got,
1: he's got a good
2: team that should be rewarded. He just hasn't. He hasn't had the matchups. The matchups went against him. Say he put up 164 points, and somebody put up 167 that week. Does that mean he has a bad team? He's obviously got a really good team. If he has, you know, one of the mo- if he's up there top three in points,
3: like Raffler. Yeah, that's Aber- why ever. Go ahead, I, I know you do more points than I do, but that's exactly the, the reason. At least for that, that's why we tried to get people to follow the Flex League for the past four years. Is that the sixth seed should always be most points scored? Yep.
2: And but I, yeah, but see, you know, I disagree. I don't think it should be the sixth. I think the highest points scored should get the second seed. Okay, I, I don't know how that's not. He really was still. Good. He still wouldn't be the highest points okay, scored. Okay, but I'm not saying him, but just in general,
1: like you know, you could have. the if highest If we was scored, to do it that way, right? If we was to do it the way you're six. talking, uh, Matt, he would be. He would be the, he would be the, hold on one
2: second. Uh, my point is only because, you know, we say like in football, uh, baseball or football, you know, people check out and stuff. People are still in it because of, of the points. You keep people, and you're still keeping yeah. that head-to-head They are in this aspect. too, though. You're keeping that yeah. head-to-head aspect every week because you're playing each other. So if, you, if you're that person that needs to trash talk your co-worker or your friend, you still have that to play. But I
1: think what it is, Matt, is when you're looking at it, the way this way this is going to break down and why this kind of works is because one of these teams is going to be teams left. It's going to get. It's going to be the team that's going to be left out. It's either going to be Jake or Raph. You feel what I'm saying? It's going to be the team that's left out. But Rathburn is not going to jump into the four seed or the three seed. He's going to remain the six seed. But the teams that should be in the playoffs are going to make the playoffs in this league.
2: I I just don't get why. I think everybody has a chance. And usually, if you do put up a lot of points, you're gonna, ha- for the most part, you're going to have a good record. It's not always going to be the case, but for the most part, you are going to have uh, a I'm good record. Listen to this.
1: Ma- Michael Rathburn's team averages 117 points a week. The team in Seriously, second place with eight. The, he is two and eight. He averages 117 points a week. The team in second place is eight and two, and it averages 117 points a week. It's just bad luck. You feel what I'm saying? That's why he's such a dangerous team if he gets into the playoff because that luck is going to flip at some point and he's going to knock me off in the damn first round. You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's what makes it kind of dangerous. Like you did last year. <laughs> yeah, like last year. I was a sixth seed and I just, you know what I'm saying, you just get lucky and you just go on that run because, you know, the, the luck changes inside the season. I don't really think there's no way that we can eliminate that. I
2: don't know. I mean, I love playing the way it's done in the NFFC. I think it's... Fantastic. What about playoffs? Are you a, are you a fan of the regular the way it's consisted now, or taking your season average and playing a three week playoff? Whoever, I, you know, I, I like that as well because that that one week you could have a great team and one week you know somebody
1: has a bad game. I look at it like this: I can do a mixture, a combination of both. I don't want to play on like the straight pro circuit and have that where you're going to this three week shootout. As my only type of playoff format, I still like having the format where I'm head to head. Where oh, it's me and Jake in the semifinals, or it's me and it's yeah. me and well, you can do yeah. you can get a
3: mix of both. But my home league does the first round is the top two, the yeah. top two scores or the top four scores advance, and then then the second and last round are head to heads.
2: Okay, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I'm just looking at some teams I have that are good teams that say are uh, through five and five. Yeah, but we have the most points in the league so right now. I don't even really care about my record. I mean, I want to win every week. Yeah, but I don't really care about my record. I just want to get the into the dance. About, no, I just want to keep putting the points. If I win, if I win the high score and somebody else wins the best record, yeah, I'm getting half the prize pool. He's getting half the prize pool, and then we're playing a three week playoff. For like another thirty five hundred. Yeah, but
1: I know? think like for the masses though, that's not they're not just they're just not going to play like that because they want to play Susie an accountant eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's head out to Massachusetts and talk to Truck. Truck, what's up? What you got for me, Truck? You got there you, you got, got you got a trade for me, Truck? You, you got, got something you decent know. that I can that I can work with? Not that fool since you tried to send me last night. No, I'm teasing you. What up, Truck?
0: You love you love Theo Riddick. What are you talking
1: about? I love Theo Riddick last year, Truck. I'm not on Theo Riddick this year though. Oh.
0: Oh, all right. Well, no, no, no trade offer for this call. So, I want oh. to talk about Buffalo, and I haven't heard anyone mention this. Yeah, so I a Just wanted to know, do you guys have any concern with the QB change? Let's say that it's the first week they don't win, then they have the Chiefs and the Pats. They go five and seven. Do you see McCoy mentally checking out by week fourteen or maybe fifteen and sixteen for the playoffs?
3: He's not that kind of player.
0: And then there's going to be something there's going to be some opportunity with his contract situation? You see him just saying, oh, my nice. god. He's got Overheard. incentives
2: in his contract, too, they added this year. So i I I'm with Jake. I don't see him. Unless he gets hurt, then maybe I could see him saying, you know what? I'm not going to play these last two games if he had, like, an injury and it was if they were a playoff team versus a non-playoff team where he said, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm better off just shutting it down.
1: I didn't hear what Jake I said. What would you say about that, Jake? You're not concerned with it? No, I said McCoy's not that kind of player. Okay. Shady gonna ride it out to the to the very end. Alright. Uh Pav, try to talk me into I don't need no more PPR running backs, Path. I need a bell cow. I you 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 wanna so trade Alvin Kamara? <laughs> I'm not trading you Alvin Kamara
0: or Kareem Hunt. No. I'll give you
1: sure. I'll give you Tyreek Hill for Alvin Kamara.
0: T- it's fair, but I, I
1: need Kamara. I right. I was Jake. i was Jake. <laughs> Shout out to Truck. We got, we coming down to a very exciting end in the GST auction. So we are just talking about that. Coming up, we get ready to close the hour. Got a couple phone calls online. We'll get to those. Take your telephone calls. Finish down the hour. Hour number two coming up. We go YouTube live. Also start to break down some more of these games. This Fancy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. trying to find the uh trade proposal that uh truck sent me for theo riddick yesterday this is one this is this is me and Vaccaro. i'm trying to get dion he was he offered me dion lewis for big ben which is not bad i countered it i'm waiting for chris to holler back at me i don't know what what he's doing right now (laughs) um i just added a little bit more to it chris i didn't just you know dump it all together all right, where's this proposal at? This is
2: you expanded the trade.
1: I expanded. I added Jameis Winston to it, you know, and, and I just wanted to make the, everything go straight as far as the rosters go and stuff like that. You feel what I'm saying, Matt? I feel you are saying, but I don't
2: want Jameis Winston. <laughs> well, you know, I
1: don't know if he's going to play again this year. Yeah, so no, me, yeah. me and Chris, we were working on. So I'm, I'm work. I'm listen. I don't really do much trade. So this is. Oh, that's Sin he wants Tyreek Hill. He offered me Isaiah Crowell and Jordy Nelson. It. You would do that, Jake? No. Oh, I was about to say, that's oh. I, <laughs> I, I thought he was laughing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know what that no, I, I That's what I uh-huh. thought it was, too, at first. Uh, then he offered me Duke Johnson Jr. and Jordy Nelson for Tyreek Hill. Stop. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know.
3: Here, you want my zero? Here, take my zero. And some <laughs> okay, other this is the date. one
1: Truck offered me yesterday. Truck offered me Theo Reddick. And Mike Tobert, a donut. So basically, he offered me theoretic mm-hmm. for Devin Funches straight up in the PPR. Yeah.
2: So and,
3: he offered you a half of a donut and a donut.
1: <laughs> I,
2: you, you, would, Matt, you you were saying. No, I wouldn't do that trade. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think the theoretic is useless. I think, I mean. Look what Riddick's done. Pretty much the last five four, the last five weeks, he's pretty much got you double digit points. It's not like he's useless in a PPR. He's uh, it's quite the opposite. And I think for Detroit to be a better team going forward, they they need to get him involved. So, I mean, if you could get him for something, for a lesson, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't do that. See,
1: I told these cats in this league. Like, I updated my trading block, and I was like, I would move. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I, just because okay. we're on it. Yeah, no doubt. Look at the last five weeks. Look at
2: Amir Abdullah versus Theo Riddick, and look at the points. Okay. It's, Theo Riddick's been the better player. Ye- you, you, you you can't argue that. I, I get it. But we, we hear that Theo, we hear that Abdullah is the starting running back. He's going to get the carries. If you're playing PPR, it's about the points. Who's averaging points? Like if Duke Johnson is averaging more points
1: than say a, a running back that has the starting gig, you can't just dismiss Duke Johnson. See, and I, I and mean, we I want to get into this in the top of the hour, and I'm gonna tell you why. Um, I feel I understand what you're saying. You're 100 percent correct in what you're saying, but I think when you get to this time of year, you definitely want a little bit more stability in that backfield. So I, I would I would I would uh, um. You want to say that for the top of the hour, man. That'll be something to come at the top of the hour
2: with. I know that's tease. That's tease. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Don Burns, how much time we got? We got chance. We got time to take a phone call. Oh, sorry, Don Burns. Don Burns seems like he's teasing me a little bit now. Yeah, Don Burns is. Don Burns is the boss. He's in. He's in. He's in charge. Jake, you get to work with Chris Bavona
3: and and Mike Florio in the afternoon, right? Yeah. Do they yell
1: at you the way Don Burns
3: yells at me? I don't talk to him. I only get the G-chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't get to talk to anybody. Oh.
1: I, I thought I heard Nando's voice in the back. Is Nando down there? Tom Burns? Oh, that's what's up. I, I don't get a chance to chill with Nando as much. They're having fun down there. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Nando's just come in Friday night and do and, and do old school fantasy with us on Friday night. Let's get the bottle out. I think yeah, it's a bottle, right. it's a bottle yeah. down there, a bottle. right?
2: What I was meant to ask you what happened to that bottle of Jameson.
1: We had a bottle of Jameson and a bottle I'm of Manischewitz Man <laughs> in here. I don't know why <laughs> we had Manischewitz in here, but... I'll um, pass on the blood of Jesus, bro. I'll do <laughs> uh, some shots Jameson. <laughs> I like Manischewitz. Manischewitz is sweet. It has a nice... It's like a dinner wine. You ever drink Manischewitz, Jake? Mm, I don't drink. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, um, So, yeah. But Manischewitz is, you know... Um, anyway, enough of that. When we come back, PPR running backs. We're gonna start hour two. PPR running backs versus bell cow running backs, and why I think when you're going down the stretch, to try to win your fantasy football championship, you need a bell cow to win it. So there you go, right there, fantasy football frenzy. Hour number two coming up right here on FNTSY Radio.